Thank you for tuning in to episode 143 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Of course my dad loved opera music. What music collection in any Italian household was without some of the world's finest music? Several of the songs on this album had special meaning for my parents. It's music from a singer they saw at least once in concert. He held a special place in both their hearts as one who could deliver Italian music at its purest. So, get ready to hear one of the best to ever sing music from this region of Italy in volume 143, Neapolitan Pavarotti.
It's Luciano Pavarotti with O Solo Mio. And what better way to open a program of Neapolitan favorites than with O Solo Mio, O My Son, composed by Eduardo Di Capua to words by Giovanni Capurro. So celebrated is this piece that on occasion it has been mistaken for the national anthem of Italy. How beautiful the morning sun in the serene sky after tempest as though the fresh air were in festival. But lovelier still is the sunshine of your eyes. When it is night and the sun is set, I feel sad standing beneath your window, but I still have the sunshine of your eyes. That's from the back cover liner notes, which I will use for each tune on this episode. Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, because opera in general, and this singer specifically, was music my dad often had on his sound system, especially during his retirement years. The soothing sounds of one of the world's greatest tenors seemed to have a calming effect on him, especially when I would catch him napping on the back patio while his boombox emanated classic tunes from the speakers. I also feel a calmness wash over me as I listen to uh, Pavarotti's voice. He knows how to bring out the emotion of listening to this beautiful music. And now a song my parents danced to when they visited er uh, Italy in the early 2000s. Torna a Sorrento, Return to Sorrento, is almost as famous as O Solo Mio. It's music by Ernesto de Curtis and Gia Battista de Curtis. Sorrento, incidentally, derives its name from the sirens of ancient mythology. Look how lovely the sea, the fragrance of orange blossoms, fills the air. Sea maidens encircle and chant, watch and wish to kiss you. And yet you say farewell, I leave, but can you abandon this place of love? Don't go, don't torment me. Return to Sorrento so that I won't die. Oh, my God. 
Sarianto, written by Ernesto de Curtis and Gia Batista de Curtis. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Luciano Pavarotti, O Solo Mio Favorite Neapolitan Songs, on the London Records label, number OS26560. It's a vinyl LP club edition format. It was released in 1979. Its genre is classical, and its style is opera romantic. We will hear six of the 13 songs on this record. Now, the liner notes are extremely extensive, and they include all of the content I am reading about each of the tunes that I am playing. I will, however, pick out parts of the first two paragraphs for this section. Even the Neapolitans concede, and they do so readily and with exuberant pride, that their songs belong not to Naples alone, but to the world. Many translations of these popular melodies exist in formal Italian, English, German, Swedish, Russian, Hebrew, Japanese, etc., but they sound most expressive when performed in the rich, vibrant dialect of Naples, a language Italians from other regions must bend an ear to understand. 
These are commercial songs with roots in folk music over the years. However, many have become classics. They flood the airwaves and the people know many of them from childhood, singing them for pleasure. Some songs have dozens of verses going on and on and tell a complicated and sometimes ironic story. Their style has been copied by composers from other regions, but the results are never quite the same. There are many moods. Some are carefree serenades. Some are romantic laments. Others are apostrophes to nature. They poetically capture the beauty of friendship, the depth of love, the magic of life. They are a true reflection of a people. They are Naples. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. $10.99 for the highest, a buck 88 for the lowest, for a 330 average and 244 median. It was last sold on February 22nd, 2023 for $3.50. eBay had one for $21.23 and Amazon had one for $17.49. Now, my dad's copy is in pretty good condition, except for a couple of spots, like at the needle drop point. There was another scratch in one of the songs I've already played. Other than that, it's pretty clean, probably, because he still had it in the paper internal sleeve, and that will tend to help keep a record in good condition. This copy also has a lyric sheet included. Not that I understand any of it, because, of course, it's all in Italian. The cover is in really good condition. There's no fading as a close-up of Pavarotti is still brilliant. He did not have his address label on this one, but there is the word posted stamped on the back cover. So I'll value my dad's vinyl at $2. Next up, O Serdato Namorato, The Love Struck Soldier with music by Enrico Cano and words by Analio Califano, is in March time. A soldier nostalgically writes a letter to his beloved, a confession that he thinks of her and hopes one day that they will be together always. Their love is secure, his for her, her for his. Many nights have passed since they last embraced. Awaken, for I weep thinking of you. Non te vaso questa faccia, non te stringo fuori sempre. 
Sardato Namorato, written by Agnello Califano and Enrico Cano. Now, this is the second of four episodes featuring this singer, so we'll give a quick overview of his life in this bio section. Luciano Pavarotti was born in 1935 on the outskirts of Modena in northern Italy, the son of Fernando Pavarotti, a baker and amateur tenor, and Adele Venturi, a cigar factory worker. Although he spoke fondly of his childhood, the family had little money. Its four members were crowded into a two-room apartment. According to Pavarotti, his father had a fine tenor voice but rejected the possibility of a singing career because of nervousness. World War II forced the family out of the city in 1943. For the following year, they rented a single room from a farmer in the neighboring countryside where the young Pavarotti developed an interest in farming. After abandoning the dream of becoming a football goalkeeper, Pavarotti spent seven years in vocal training. His earliest musical influences were his father's records, most of them featuring the popular tenors of the day, Berenamo Gigli, Giovanni Martinelli, Tito Schipa, and Enrico Caruso. Pavarotti's favorite tenor and idol was Giuseppe Di Stefano, and he was also deeply influenced by Mario Lanza, saying, In my teens, I used to go to Mario Lanza movies and then come home and imitate him in the mirror. Unquote. At around the age of nine, he began singing with his father in a small local church choir. Pavarotti began his career as a tenor in a smaller regional Italian opera houses, making his debut as Rodolfo in La Boheme at the Teatro Municipal in Reggio Emilia in April of 1961. His first known recording of Cialgalida Manegna was recorded during this performance. 
His major breakthrough in the United States came on 17th of February, 1972, in a production of La Fia du Regiment at New York's Metropolitan Opera, in which he drove the crowd into a frenzy with his nine effortless high Cs in the signature aria. He received a record 17 curtain calls. On September 6, 2007, near the place of his birth, Luciano Pavarotti died from pancreatic cancer. I'll have more about his life in later episodes that will, will feature him because I do have a couple more albums of his left. And now, all Marinariello, Sailor's Love Song, composed by Salvatore Gambardella to a text by Gennaro Ottavano. It tells of a sailor who, putting to shore after work, bids his girlfriend to help him with his nets. Remembering they once made love to the sounds of the sea, he grows ardent, drawing the girl to him. But listen closely to the melody. You may recognize it. Castumare, 
written by Gennaro Ottaviano and Salvatore Gambardella. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with the last song in its translation and adaptation from Italian to English. O Marinariello is a traditional Neapolitan song that was written in the early 20th century. It's a romantic song that celebrates the beauty of Naples and the love of a sailor for his beloved. In 1945... Lyricist Johnny Farrow and composer Marty Symes decided to adapt O Marinariello into English. They retained the melody and some of the sentiment, but changed the lyrics significantly to create a new song. The resulting English version was titled, I Have But One Heart. I Have But One Heart became popular in the United States and is most famously associated with Frank Sinatra, who recorded it in 1945. Sinatra's rendition of the song helps cement its place in American pop culture, although I do like Dean Martin's 1952 version better. The transformation of O Marinariello into I Have But One Heart is a great example of how songs can transcend language and cultural boundaries when adapted and performed in different languages, appealing to audiences around the world. Now for a tune my dad used to whistle. Well, the Lumonti version anyway. Maria Marie, with music by Eduardo Di Capua and words by Vincenzo Russo, is the ardent and amusing serenade of a youth so obsessed with passion that he cannot sleep. He implores his sweetheart to open her window and see him in the street. Lost in his love for her, he can find no peace. He pleads, and how many nights of rest he has lost because of her. He plays his guitar and waits. Give me one night in your embrace. Ma dormi, a 
Marie, written by Eduardo Di Capua and Vincenzo Russo. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. My parents loved this man's music, and my dad owned a couple of the three tenor CDs on top of the Pavarotti vinyl LPs he had. My mom was always mesmerized by his voice, and I'm glad they got to see him in concert and dance to his music in Italy. Okay, let's finish up with something a little more up-tempo. Luciano Pavarotti concludes his program of Neapolitan songs with one of the most frolicsome and popular in the repertory, Finiculi Finicula, which was composed by Luigi Denza to lyrics by Giuseppe Turco in celebration of the opening of the Finicular Railway on Mount Vesuvius in 1880. The words tell a spirited, delightful story. A youth invites his sweetheart, Nina, for a ride up the slope of the volcano, promising they will see the fiery crater and, far in the distance, France, the island of Prochita, and Spain. And if they weary of all this, they can gaze with love in each other's eyes. So hurry, he urges, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Written by Giuseppe Durco and Luigi Denza. And there you have selections from a very specific and much revered type of Italian music. So thanks for tuning into Volume 143, Neapolitan Pavarotti, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for a special edition Volume 144, where jazz is buried, Woodlawn. Until then, go with the flow, my friends.